Jai Jai Sitchitana Jayani Chanda Jai Advaita Chandra Daiha Gora Bhaktavin Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So today is the uh, disappearance day of Srila Ramananda Rai. So it is a good day to begin discussing about him. Ramananda Rai was a was an amazing devotee. And in the uh, Gauraganadesh Deepika, he is identified in Krishna Leela as, uh, as Lalita. Uh, sometimes there's some confusion whether he's Lalita or Vishaka. Uh, generally, we accept him as Vishaka and Sarup Damodar Goswami as Lalita. Hmm. So, in the eighth chapter of the Madhya Leela, we see the situation, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has gone to Vishakapatnam, he has taken Darshan of Lord Nisringadeva at Simachalam, and then, not far away from there, he comes to the Godavari River, and he's very happy because reminds him of the Yamuna, and then in that place arrives Ramananda Rai, who is carried in a palanquin and accompanied by, by Brahmanas, and, and, and there's music playing, um, because Ramananda Rai is the uh, governor of Orissa. And Ramananda Rai is just when seeing the sannyasi falls flat on the ground. But between the two of them, Lord Chaitanya is very happy to meet him and he embraces him. Ramananda Roy is totally um, embarrassed that uh, he says, oh, why are you embracing me? I am just a sudra by caste. He was not from high birth. Um, so, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was not at all uh, concerned. Um, and uh, then begins the famous discussion between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and uh, Ramananda Roy, where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is asking questions and Ramananda Roy is the speaker. Um, later in the conversation, uh, Ramananda Roy said, I'm like like a stringed instrument, you make me, uh, make me vibrate these sounds. Um, so, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this is text 57, Madhilila chapter 8, Chaitanya Charitamrita. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ordered Ramananda Roy recite a verse from the revealed scripture concerning the ultimate goal of life. Ramananda Roy replied, if one executes the prescribed duties of his social position, he awakens his original Krishna consciousness. Um, then, from the Vishnu Purana, the famous verse, uh, 
Vaina ashram macharva ta purushena parapuman vishnura rajate panta nanyat tato sakaranam. The Supreme Personality of God, Lord Vishnu, is worshipped by the proper execution of the prescribed duties in the system of Varna Ashram. There is no other way to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One must be satisfied. One must be situated in the institution of the four Varnas and Ashram. The Lord replied, this is external. You'd better tell me of some other means. Ramananda replied, to offer the results of one activities to Krishna is the perfection is the essence of all perfection. And he quotes Bhagavad Gita, Yat Karus, Yat Asnas, Yat Juhusi, Dadasi, Yat Tapasyasi Kuntaya, Tat Karusvamadarpanam. Ramananda Roy continued, My dear son of Kunti, whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you offer in sacrifice, whatever you give in charity, whatever austerities you perform, all the results of such activities should be offered to me, Krishna, the Supreme Personality, of Godhead. This is also external, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. Please proceed and speak further on this matter. Hmm. So this is external, yet karosi, yet asnasi, whatever you do, whatever you eat, and so on, is external because it's about what you do, and it's not about the, the state of heart, the state of consciousness. One may externally commit himself to these things, but doesn't mean that it is done with love. Mm. So, Ramananda Rai replied, to give up one's occupational duties in the Varna Ashram is the essence of perfection. Agyayevam gunando sanmaya distan apa apiswakan dharman sancha jasya sarvan Mambajet Satama. Ramananda Roy continued, occupational duties are described in the religious scriptures. If one analyzes them, he can fully understand their qualities and faults, and then give them up completely to render service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Such a person is considered a first class man. Sarva Dharma stated in scripture. Bhagavad Gita 1866, after giving up all kinds of religious and occupational duties, if you come to me, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and take shelter, I will give you protection from all of life's sinful reactions. Do not worry. After hearing Ramananda Rai speak in this way, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu again rejected this state, his statement and said, go ahead and say something more. Ramananda Roy then replied, devotional service mixed with empiric knowledge is the essence of perfection. So, okay, uh, little by little, um, first it was Varna Ashram, then uh, engage every whatever you do in the service of the Lord. Uh, give up the duties of Varna Ashram and just focus on pleasing the Supreme Lord. And then say devotional service mixed with empiric knowledge. And then he quotes Brahma Bhutta Prasanatmana Kanks Nasusati Nakangsati Sama Sarvisu Bhutisumat Bhaktim Labhate Param. 
Ramananda Roy continued, according to the Bhagavad Gita, one who is thus transcendentally situated at once realizes the supreme Brahman and becomes joyful. He never laments or desires to have anything. He is equally disposed towards every living entity. In that state, he attains pure devotional service unto me. So now Ramananda Roy shows someone who is actually um, seeing the transcendental nature of the soul and is not uh, affected, therefore, by all the things that afflict the body or by the physical situation. And therefore, such a person can fully focus on Krishna consciousness. Uh, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu still rejected it. Uh, and then he says, then he quotes Bhagavatam, Jnana Priyasa Mudapasya Namante Eva Jivanti Samukaritam Bhavadi Avartam Stanistita Sutikatam Tanuvan Manubir Ye Priyasu Jitta Jitto Pyasi Taistridokyam Ramananda Roy continued, Lord Brahma said, My dear Lord, those devotees who have thrown away the impersonal conception of the Absolute Truth and have therefore abandoned discussing empirical truth should hear from self-realized devotees about your holy name, form, possums, and qualities, they should completely follow the principles of devotional service and remain free from illicit sex, gambling, and intoxication, and animal slaughter, surrender themselves fully with body, words, and mind. They can live in any ashram or social status. Indeed, you're conquered by such persons, although you're always unconquerable. So then, Ramananda Roy still took it a step further because uh, that state of Brahma Buddha and then engaging in devotional service is, is very, very good. But then Brahma Buddha realizing that we are not the body, realizing that we are Brahman, but even leaving that behind and just no longer cultivating just that detachment from everything, reminding oneself that one is not, not the body, but going into simply remembering the Supreme also, and just that philosophy, and just of seeing oneself as not the body, and just focusing on the holy name, fame, form, pastimes, and quality of the Lord, while following regulative principles. Well we would say that's pretty advanced. Lord Chaitanya said, this, this is all right, but still you can speak more on the subject. Ramananda Roy replied, ecstatic love for the Supreme Personality of God is the essence of all perfection. So now he brings in not only performing these activities, but then in ecstatic love. Hmm. Nanu pachara krita pujanam artabando premnaiva bhaktari dayam sukavidutam shat javat ksut asti jatare jarata pipasa tavat sukiyo bhavato nanu bhakshapeye. Ramananda Rai replied, continued, as long as there is hunger and thirst within the stomach, uh, varieties of food and drink make one feel very happy. Similarly, when the Lord is worshipped with pure love, the uh, various activities performed in the course of that worship awaken transcendental bliss in the heart of a devotee. 
Oops. Krishna Bhakti Rasa Bhavita Mati Kriyatam Yadikuto Pilabjate Tatralo Yamapi Mulyama Iklam Janmukuti Sukhatina Lapite. Pure devotional service in Krishna consciousness cannot be had even by pious activity in hundreds and thousands of lives. It can be attained only by paying one price. <coughs> that is <laughs> intense greed to obtain it. If it is available somewhere, one must purchase it without delay. So these these two verses were included in the Pajavali from Rupa Goswami. Or that's that verse book of verses that Rupa Goswami collected. So hearing up to the point of spontaneous love, the Lord said, that's all right. But if you know more, please tell me. And then Ramananda Roy goes through the different rasas. Um, he says, uh, spontaneous loving service in servitude as exchanged by master and servant is the highest perfecting perfection. A man becomes purified simply by hearing the holy name of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose lotus feet create the holy places of pilgrims. Therefore, what remains to be attained by those who have become his servants? And then from Yamuna Acharya. Bhavanta mevanu charan nirantara prasant nisesha manoratantara kadaham maikantika nichakinkara parasya yami sanatta jivitam. By serving you constantly, one is freed from all material desires and is completely pacified. When shall I engage as your permanent eternal servant and always feel joyful to have such a perfect master? Hearing this from Ramananda Roy, the Lord again requested him to go a step further. In, in reply, Ramananda Roy said, Loving service to, to Krishna rendered in fraternity is the highest perfection. Uh, it comes to fraternity. So he goes through the rasas now. Fraternity is more intimate. And therefore, the less awe and reverence, uh, it's not that awe and reverence, and therefore closer to Krishna. Itam sata brukas brahma sukana puccha dasyam gatanam paradevit vatenamaya shritanam naradarki na sardam vijaru kritapunja punja. Neither are those engaged in self-realization of appreciating the Brahmi folders of the Lord, nor those engaged in devotional service while accepting the Supreme Personality of God as Master, nor those under the clutches of Maya, thinking the Lord, an ordinary person, can understand that certain exalted personalities, after accumulating volumes of pious activities, are now playing with the Lord in friendship as coward boys. And the Lord said, this statement is very good, but please proceed even further. Uh, then Ramananda Roy goes to parental uh, love. Nandakim akarut brahman sreyayivan mahudayam yasudava mahabhaga papu yasyastanam hari. Ramananda Roy continued, O Brahmana, what pious activities did Nanda Maharaj perform by which he received the Supreme Personality God it Krishna as his son? And what pious activities did Mother Yasoda perform that made the Absolute Supreme Personality of God Krishna 
call her mother and suck her breasts. The favor Mother Yasoda obtained mm, from Sri Krishna, the bestower of liberation, was never obtained even by Lord Brahma or Lord Shiva, nor even by the goddess of fortune, who always remains on the chest of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Mm. Srimad Bhagavatam 1090. 10920, sorry, 1920. This is a statement from Srimad Bhagavatam 1090. Krishna agreed to be bound by Mother Yasoda after she'd given up trying to bind Krishna with ropes. This is another appreciation made by Sukadev Goswami in his narration of the pastimes of Krishna before Maharaj Pariksit. The Lord said, your statements are certainly getting better and better one after the other, but surpassing all of them is another transcendental matter, and you can speak of that as the most sublime. Ramananda Roy then replied, conjugal attachment for Krishna is the topmost position in love of God. Nayam Sriyunga Nunitantarate Prasada Swaryusitam Narinaganda Rucham Kutonya Rasutsavesya Bujadanda Grihita Kanta Labda Sisamya Udagat Brajasun Darinam. When Lord Sri Krishna was dancing with the gopis in the Rasa dance, the gopis were embraced around the necks by the Lord's arms. This transcendental favor was never bestowed upon the goddess of fortune or the concerts, or the other concerts in the spiritual world. Nor was such a thing ever imagined by the most beautiful girls in the heavenly planets, girls whose bodily luster and aroma resemble the beauty and fragrance of lotus flowers. And what to speak of worldly women who may be very, very beautiful according to material estimation. Mm. Uddhava has spoken this. Mm. So, and the and the gopis are are glorified in in a number of uh, of verses, um, and so it said it's true that whatever relationship particular devotee has with the Lord is the best for him. Still, when we study all the different methods from a neutral position, we can understand that there are higher and lower degrees of love. So this is an important point made, right? That uh, every every devotee has a particular nature and uh, and is is satisfied within that nature. Uh, it's not that the cowherd boys are desiring to become gopis. They are fulfilled in the role of cowherd boy. In conjugal love, it, uh, we see the love of the gopis right, is just, uh, just totally, totally absorbed in, in Krishna. Um, it is the, the most intense manifestation of love. Increasing love is experienced in various tastes, one above the other. But that love, which has the highest taste in the gradual succession of desires, manifests itself in the form of conjugal love. 
from Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu 2538. There's a gradual order of improvement in transcendental mellows from the initial ones to the latter ones. In each subsequent mellows, the qualities of the previous mellows are manifested, counting from two, then three, and up to the point of five complete qualities. As the qualities increase, so the taste also increases in each and every mellow. Therefore, the qualities found in the Santaras, Dasiras, Sakiras, and Vatsayiras are manifested in conjugal love, Madhuriras. The qualities in the material elements, sky, air. Okay, I'll skip that. Complete attainment of the lotus feet of, of Lord Krishna is made possible by love of Godhead, specifically Madhuriras or conjugal love. Lord Krishna is indeed captivated by this standard of love. This is stated in Srimad Bhagavatam. Lord Krishna told the gopis, the means of attaining my favor is loving service unto me. And fortunately, you're all disengaged. Those living beings who render service unto me are eligible to be transferred to the spiritual and attain uh, eternal life with knowledge and bliss. So now, uh, Lord Chaitanya it carries on glorifying the gopis, but Lord Chaitanya is inquiring still further. And Lord Chaitanya say, uh, is there more? And then it comes to the description of Srimata Radharani. Oh, and now I am going there, one minute. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, please speak on. I'm very happy to hear you because a river of unprecedented nectar is flowing from your mouth. During the Rasa dance, Sri Krishna did not exchange loving affairs with Srimati Radharani due to the presence of the other gopis. Because of the dependence of the others, the intensity of love between Radha and Krishna was not manifest. Therefore, he stole her away. If Lord Krishna rejected the company of the other gopis for Srimata Radharani, we can understand that Lord Sri Krishna has intense affection for her. Ramananda Roy continued, Please therefore hear from me about the glories of Srimata Radharani's loving affairs. They are beyond compare within these three worlds. Finding herself treated equally with all the other gopis, Srimata Radharani displayed her tricky behavior and left the circle of the Rasa dance. Missing Srimata Radharani's presence, Krishna became very unhappy and began to lament and wandered throughout the forest to search her out. Lord Krishna, the enemy of Kamsa, took Srimata Radharani within his heart, for he desired to dance with her. Thus he left the arena of the residence and the company of all the other beautiful damsels of Raza. Raja. Being afflicted by the arrow of Cupid and unhappily regretting his mistreating Srimata Radharani Madhava, Lord Krishna began to search for her along the banks of the Yamuna River. When he failed to find her, he entered the bushes of Vrindavan and began to lament. There's two verses from Gita Govinda of Jayadev Goswami. 
although Krishna was in the midst of hundreds of thousands of gopis during the residence, he still kept himself in one of his transcendental forms by the sight of Srimata Radharani. Lord Krishna is equal to everyone in his general dealings, but due to the conflicting ecstatic love of Srimata Radharani, there were opposing elements. The progress of loving affairs between a young boy and a young girl is like the movement of a snake. On account of this, two types of anger arise between a young boy and girl. Anger with cause and anger without cause. When Radharani left the, the residence out of anger and resentment, Lord Krishna um, became very anxious because he could not see her. Lord Krishna's desire in the Rasa Lila dance is perfectly complete, but Srimata Radharani is the binding link in that desire. The Rasa dance does not shine in the heart of Krishna without Srimata Radharani. Therefore, he also gave up the circle of the Rasa dance and went out to search for her. When Krishna went out to search for Srimata Radharani, he wandered here and there, not finding her. He became afflicted by the arrow of Cupid and began to lament. So Lord Chaitanya was very, very happy hearing uh, these descriptions. And he's very happy to hear the sublime, sublime goal of life, but he thinks there's still something more. And he wants to hear it. Kindly explain the transcendental features of Krishna and Srimati Radharani. Kindly explain all. Mm. Then Ramananda Rai starts to say he doesn't know. He's just like a parrot speaking what the Lord makes him speak, like the instrument. Lord Chaitanya also says, I'm just the Mayavadi in the renounced order of life. I do not know what transcendental loving devotion service is. I simply float in the ocean of Mayavad philosophy. Mm. So, we'll skip this, but it is all very nice, and obviously, uh, one can read in different ways. Uh, we are now trying to read, uh, to understand, really, what is the essence of the uh, of the Ramananda Sanvat, uh, of that meeting with Ramananda Rai. But uh, we can read the whole chapter alone, reading and relishing. Um, every verse in the chapter is very rich and deep, and, and it goes step by step, and I'm quickly shooting through the chapter. But really, um, one should not just uh, read the Chaitanya Charitamrita for the sake of understanding tattva, understanding the nature of, uh, of, of pure devotional service and how that pure devotional service is manifest in Srimati Radharani. But one should also relish it with great taste. Um, So I'll just, uh, I'm going to jump ahead. Um, let me just see where I am now. Just a moment. 140, okay. 
There are many verses here, and I mean, the whole chapter is, is very nice. Here's a portion where Sri Mati Radharani's Srimati Radharani is the topmost spiritual gem, and the other gopis, Lalita, Vishaka, and so on, are expansions of her spiritual body. Srimati Radharani's transcendental body is brilliant in luster and full of all transcendental fragrances. Lord Krishna's affection for her is like a perfume massage. Then, Srimati Radharani takes her first bath in the shower of the nectar of compassion. And she takes her second bath in the nectar of youth. After her midday bath, Radharani takes another bath in the nectar of bodily luster, and she puts on the garment of shyness, which is her black silk sari. Srimad Radharani's affection for Krishna is her upper garment, which is pinkish in color. She then covers her breast with another garment composed of affection and anger to it, Krishna. Srimata Radharani's personal beauty is the reddish power known as kumkum. Her affection for her associates is sandalwood pulp, and the sweetness of her smile is camphor. All these combined together are smeared over her body. Conjugal love for Krishna is an abundance of musk, and, within that, and with that musk her whole body is decorated. Craftiness and covered anger constitute the arrangement of her hair. The quality of anger due to, the, to jealousy is the silk garment covering her body. Her attachment for Krishna is the relish, reddish color of betel nuts on her brilliant lips. Her double dealings in loving affairs constitute the black ointment around her eyes. The ornaments decorating her body are the blazing ecstasies of goodness and the constantly existing ecstasies headed by jubilation. All these ecstasies are the ornaments all over her body. Hmm. Um. And they're also ornamenting her body are the 20 kinds of ecstatic symptoms, beginning with Kila. Kinshita, her transcendental qualities, qualities uh, constitute the flower garland hanging fullness over her bodies. Bhav, ecstasy, hava, gestures, hela, negligence, soba, beauty, kanti, luster, dipti, brilliance, madhurya, sweetness, pragalbata, impudence, udarya, mek, Animity, Dharya, Patience, Lila, Vilas, Enjoyments, Vichiti, Breaking of Vibrana, Puzzlement. Uh, and it there are no English equivalents for the word Kilakinshita, uh, Mutaita, and Kutamita. So he's just trying in this way. The Tilak of Good Fortune is on her beautiful, broad forehead. Her various loving affairs are a gem. And her heart is the locket. Simata Radharani's gopi friends are her mental activities, which are concentrated on the pastime of Sri Krishna. She keeps her hand on the shoulder of a friend who represents youth. Purport. Radharani's eight companions, Astashakis, are different varieties of pleasure 
connecting with the pastimes of Krishna, following those pastimes of Sri Krishna, are other activities which are represented by assistance of the gopis. Srimad Radharani's bedstead is pride herself, and it is situated in the abode of her bodily aroma. She is always seated there, thinking of Krishna's association. Srimad Radharani's earrings are the name, fame, and qualities of Lord Krishna. The glories of Lord Krishna's name, fame, and qualities are always inundating her speech. Srimad Radharani induces Krishna to drink the honey of the conjugal relationship. She is therefore engaged in satisfying all the lusty desires of Krishna. Mm. Srimata Radharani is a mind filled with valuable jewels of love for Krishna. Her transcendental body is complete with unparalleled spiritual qualities. If one asks about the origin of love of Krishna, the answer is that the origin is in Srimata Radharani alone. Who is the most dear friend of Krishna? The answer is Srimata Radharani alone, no one else. Srimata Radharani's hair is very curly. Her two eyes are always moving to and fro. Her breasts are firm. Since all transcendental qualities are manifested in Srimata Radharani, she alone is able to fulfill all the desires of Krishna. No one else. This is Govinda Lilamrita 11, 122, a verse by Krishidas Kaviras Goswami. Hmm. So Krishidas Kaviras Goswami is identified in Gauraganadesh Deepika as Kasturi Manjari, uh, one of the intimate Gopi associates of Srimata Radharani. And she has, uh, and then we see how uh, Krishidas Kaviras Goswami is, uh, is really a very intimate associate. Uh, just this verse, this one verse of the Govinda Lilamrita is, uh, is, is, is very powerful. Uh, if one asks about the origin of love of Krishna, the answer is that the origin is in Srimata Radharani alone. Who is the most dear friend of Krishna? The answer again is Srimata Radharani alone, no one else. And then he describes Radharani's beauty. Mm. So Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami uh, is his Govinda Lilamrita is giving us very very deep insight in the uh, in the interactions of Radha and Krishna, and of course Ramananda Roy is doing the same here, and uh, yeah, what can we say? Mm. Uh, we are uh, in this way. Uh, uh, Ramananda Rai is taking us into the uh, the deepest understanding of devotional service and showing that uh, unique love of Srimata Radharani. Right? Uh, and, and if we just stay with Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswamis, the origin of love of God is, is in Srimata Radharani alone. Therefore, the uh, therefore the, in the in the movement of of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the followers of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, are understanding that uh, 
what love do I have for Krishna? What love do I have? Although they have love for Krishna. But still, how much love do I have uh, in comparison to Srimati Radharani? Therefore, the love of Srimati Radharani, which so far exceeds mine, just has transformed me into a servant. And therefore, I'm simply the servant of Srimati Radharani. Now, Srimati Radharani has her maidservants in the form of so many gopis and so on. And then, and then we see that in, in Vrindavan there are also other rasas. There are the parental ras, there is the, the cowherd boys and, and servants and, and, uh, and, and paraphernalia like the flute, the stick and Yamuna, the cows and so on. Um, these are all in, in Santaras, but mm, the um, mm, but the um, no, what was I going to say? Sorry. Something slipped my mind. Anyhow, uh, the point is this, is that there are these different rasas, and, and we may be uh, in a different rasa. We heard earlier on that the coward boys, or those who are in a particular rasa, although it may be of a lower nature than the topmost rasa, want only that rasa. And so how, I spoke of Radha Dasya, how are the coward boys connected to Radha Dasya? No, they also are, because when Krishna and the cowherd boys are entering into the forest with their calves in, in the middle of the day, uh, Krishna is thinking is of Srimata Radharani. He is in separation. Hmm. And finally, finally he got rid of the supervision of his elders who followed him into the forest and with difficulty Krishna would send them back. Krishna would say to Mother Yasoda, but if you don't cook, then, then, then how will, will there be a lunch when we come back? Oh. So then Yasoda goes back home to make that lunch. And finally, Krishna is alone with the coward boys. And finally, there is that uh, intimate exchange with the boys. Uh, but then, uh, but then, Radharani is also in that forest, hoping to meet Krishna. And Krishna frees himself from the association of the cowherd boys, maybe looking for a lost calf or something, and in this way, trying to meet Sivata Radharani, although there may be still many obstacles, and it just may not happen. It may not happen. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe, Chandravali's rep representatives are there and making it impossible. Maybe Kutila, the daughter of Jutila, Radharani's mother-in-law, is looking in the forest. There can be so many obstacles. And so still, still, they cannot meet. Uh, many times, 
they are simply trying to meet and the desire is so strong and and just in that eagerness to meet uh, they are deeply deeply absorbed in in love and attachment mm. so like this the uh, uh, even the cowherd boys are also contributing to radhadasya uh, indirectly uh, indirectly because they make the moments even more stolen you know even more difficult to attain and therefore the eagerness of radha and krishna is increasing if the coward boys were not there in the forest then the meeting would be easier mm. but now that they are there now krishna has to break away from them and just a few stolen moments Um, there are many, many verses here that carry on with describing Radharani. It's like over a hundred verses um, are carrying on with this. So, then there are some other questions that are being asked by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, more general questions, and I'm just heading for there. Um, Yeah, one verse here, I'm just passing by. The happiness of the gopis increases 10 million times when they serve to engage Sri Sri Radha and Krishna in their transcendental pastimes. Mm. By nature, Srimata Radharani is just like a creeper of love of God and head, and the gopis are the twigs, flowers and leaves of that creeper. Mm. Mm. From Govinda Lilamrita, all the gopis, the personal friends of Srimati Radharani, are equal to her. Krishna is pleasing to the inhabitants of Rajabhumi, just as the moon is pleasing to the lotus flower. His pleasure-giving potency is known as Aladini, of which the active principle is Srimati Radharani. She is compared to a creeper with newly grown flowers and leaves. When the nectar of Krishna's pastimes is sprinkled on Srimati Radharani, all her friends, the gopis, immediately appreciate the pleasure a hundred times more than if they were sprinkled themselves. Actually, this is not at all wonderful. So Krishna has now explained his own verse, and in his ecstasy, hundreds of times has turned into many millions of times, ten millions of times, hundreds of millions of times. How can we measure the, uh, the ecstasy? Mm. Okay, so... Uh, Um, yeah. Here we go. Um, 
text 245 to 257. On one occasion, so this is like uh, Lord Chaitanya took his leave, but later on they had more meetings. So on one occasion, the Lord inquired, of all types of education, which is the most important? Ramananda Rai replied, no education is important other than the transcendental devotional service of Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then asked Ramananda Roy, out of all glorious activities, which is the most glorious? Ramananda Roy replied, that person who is reputed to be a devotee of Lord Krishna enjoys the utmost fame and glory. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked, of the many capitalists who possess great riches, who is the topmost? Ramananda Roy replied, he who is richest in love for Radha and Krishna is the greatest capitalist. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked, of all kinds of distress, what is the most painful? Sri Ramananda Rai replied, apart from separation from the Lord, from the devotee of apart from separation from the devotee of Krishna, I know of no unbearable happiness. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then inquired, out of all liberated persons, who should be accepted as the greatest? Ramananda Rai replied, He who has love for Krishna has attained the topmost liberation. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu next asked Ramananda Rai, Among many songs, which song is to be considered the actual religion of the living entity? Ramananda Rai replied, That song describing the loving affairs of Sri Radha and Krishna is superior to all other songs. Then Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked, out of all auspicious and beneficial activities, which is the best for the living entity? Ramananda Rai replied, the only auspicious activity is association with the devotees of Krishna. What should all living entities constantly remember? Mahaprabhu asked. Ramananda Rai, the chief obje objects of remembrance are always the Lord's holy name, qualities and pastimes. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu further asked, out of many types of meditation which is required for all living entity, Ramananda Roy, the chief duty of every living entity is to meditate upon the lotus feet of Radha and Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked, where should the living entity live, abandoning all other places? He should live in the holy place known as Vrindavan of Rajabhumi, where the Lord performed his rasa dance. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked, Out of all topics people listen to, which is the best for all living entities? Ramananda Rai replied, Hearing about the loving affairs between Radha and Krishna is the most pleasing to the ear. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked, Among all worshipable objects, what is the chief? Ramananda Rai replied, the chief worshipable object is the holy name of Radha and Krishna, the Hare Krishna mantra. And what is the destination for those who desire liberation and those who desire sense gratification? Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked. Ramananda Rai replied, Those who attempt to merge into the existence of the Supreme Lord will have to accept bodies like those of trees, and those who are overly inclined towards sense gratification will attain the bodies of demigods. Purport. 
Those who desire liberation by merging into the existence of God do not desire sense gratification within the material world. On the other hand, they have no information about serving the lotus feet of the Lord. Consequently, they're doomed to stand like trees for many thousands of years. Although trees are living entities, they're non-moving. The liberated soul who merges into the existence of the Lord is no better than the trees. Trees also stand, stand in the Lord's existence because material energy and the Lord energy are the same. Mm. Okay, so material trees, yes. Uh, oh. So here we are, um, are hearing from Ramananda Roy uh, a systematic explanation um, of going more and more intimate into, uh, into love of God. Uh, we know that this meeting with, uh, with Ramananda Roy is happening at the end of his tour of South India. And Lord Chaitanya is now going to return and he's going to soon engage in Ratiyatra and, uh, and be in that mood of, of great separation and great eagerness of Srimata Radharani. Mm. So in this way, by hearing this, uh, this description of Ramananda Roy, we have now, love of God has now been qualified. When Lord Chaitanya begins preaching after his sannyas and travels to South India, he shows this love of God with this ecstasy and all these things. And it's just overwhelming, like a wave touching people. But now we're getting more and more insight into this, uh, into the nature of this love. Um, so already in the discussion with Venkatabhata in Sri Rangam, there was a distinction made between uh, the mood of worship of Lakshmi, who worships in awe and reverence, and the mood of, uh, of the residents of Vrindavan, the Vraja Bhakti. And now we have entered deep into Vraja Bhakti. Uh, into the selfless love, and where each devotee becomes the servant of a devotee. Uh, and because the love, the love that we serve the devotees who have more love for Krishna than we do. Of course, every devotee has more love for Krishna than we do. Uh, how, how, how deep is our love? But then we see the love in the spiritual master or the love in the great Vaishnavas. Um, that even shines amongst all loving Vaishnavas, all who are engaging in service of love. Uh, we remember how Sruta Kirti was serving Srila uh, Prabhupada and Sruta Kirti was with many devotees. Prabhupada had returned um, after having been away for a long time and to India and he returned to America. And when Prabhupada came, everyone was so happy and everyone was crying tears. Sruta Kirti that day 
was doing Prabhupada's massage. And Shruta Kirti said, when you came, Srila Prabhupada, everyone was crying tears, except for me. It's not crying any tears. So I have no love at all. Meanwhile, he's massaging. Prabhupada did not reply. But then the next day, when Shruti was again massaging, then Prabhupada said, this is also love. Uh, this is also love. So it was out of love. He's serving Prabhupada, right? Some cry tears out of love. Others are massaging out of love. Uh, it is all love. But then, uh, then some devotees just are displaying more love. Uh, Srila Prabhupada displayed so much love. Uh, the gopis, they, they display just, just more love than anyone. But amongst them, Srimata Radharani displayed the most. Therefore, we are purchased, purchased by this love of God in the devotees. And therefore, we serve the devotees with love. And so, uh, and ultimately, the topmost devotee, Srimata Radharani. Uh, so let us, we are not taking her cheaply whatsoever. Therefore, Srimati Radharani. Srimati, uh, she who possesses all transcendental opulences. Radha, not just Radharani, the queen. Uh, the queen of bhakti, the queen of Vrindavan, the queen of transcendental love. We can only, uh, we bow down to her and we pray to her, to her soft-hearted feature. Um, so, and we see how Ramananda Rai described uh, the, different, the different ways that uh, uh, Radharani first takes uh, a bath in compassion. Uh, so the different moods, uh, very expertly described, the moods of Srimati Radharani, how uh, compared to, to taking a bath and then getting dressed and so on, and how her consciousness is made up of a variety of moods, and how the first mood is a mood of compassion, and then a bath in youthfulness, uh, and uh, yes, and then she wears this. Uh, mm, well, she wears different moods: uh, um, anger and uh, what was the other one? something, attraction, yeah. Uh, but that is covered, uh, that's again covered. That was her, her blouse, her, and then covered by some, some shawl. So different moods are there. Deep down, uh, deep down, the first bath in compassion, deep down. Shimata Radharani is the embodiment of compassion. 
because her nature is so pure, so exalted, selfless. Adnendriya priti vansitara bodhikam, Krishnendriya priti achadara premanam. Krishnendriya, to fully satisfy the senses of Krishna, not her own senses. So she's not selfish at all. Uh, therefore, because of her selflessness, she is naturally very compassionate. Mm. Not only is she inclined towards, towards Krishna, but she's inclined towards all living beings who are also part of Krishna. And she is inclined to, to just somehow or other bestow mercy upon all. Mm. Yes. Okay, there is, uh, I guess, there is more, but I cannot do more today uh, about Ramananda Rai. So I think tomorrow we'll just do Ramananda Rai part two, instead of like trying to cram more into one lecture. It would get too much. Um, so Krishna is purchased by love. And the devotees are also purchased by love. The devotees are purchased by Krishna's love, but the devotees are also purchased by the love of the devotees. And in this way, every devotee becomes the assistant of the Vaishnavas. And so we are seeing in our spiritual master this love, this love he has for, for Krishna this transcendental eagerness and taste. And so we are also, uh, we are also uh, feeling touched by that, moved by that. So in this way, the inspiration we get from the spiritual master is on that level. Um, the spiritual master is also compassionate. So he may also help us in so many ways and we feel indebted that he's helping us. But that is not the essence of the relationship between guru and disciple, that the spiritual master is helping us. The very core of it is his love, his love for Krishna, which outshines ours. And that is the very core of our faith. And that is, that is the core of our service attitude because that purchases us. And then his compassion is a natural symptom of his loving nature. And in that way, the spiritual master is, is a representative of Srimadhu Radharani. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much.